So last week, if you watched my Instagram, you saw that I was like all dolled up because I had to go to a speed dating thing. So I went. Yeah. And it was, it was cool. (laughs) There were not as many women as there were men. (laughs) There were only four of us and there were like 10 dudes. So we go through all the guys. I get this guy last, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say his name. We're just going to say, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to give him a fake name. His fake name is going to be Paddington. So Paddington, <laughs> Paddington comes up to me. And you, I could tell the moment that that man walked in there, he was literally like this. Like he literally was walking with his chest out, his shoulders back, an umbrella in his hand. And you could tell that he was playing a character child. Like the moment <laughs> he walked in there, I was like, ooh, this man is dramatic as fuck. I can already tell. But he walks in there. Um, and I you mean I like I look at him for a second, and then I'm like, okay. And then I go back to talking with the other girls, and they were all really cool. So like, we're all separated onto these tables, like away from each other a little bit so that we can like kind of talk one-on-one and like the guys move and we don't move. So he comes up to me. I'm like the first person of the last round. Like he's the last person we're all going to talk to. And he comes up to me and like, he immediately won't shut the fuck up. Like He's talking. He has to tell me, like, he asked me what I does. I think that was one of the only questions he asked me. No, he asked me two questions. Um, I'm pretty sure I only got to ask him one because, again, he would not shut the fuck up. But he, like, he asked me what I did. I told him I was in marketing. And, oh, child, what did I do that for? He had to tell me that he owned his own business and that he was also a writer, which he had written five books he has to tell me that he's met uh I don't know how this happened like I said um I said that I was like this close to meeting someone he's like oh yeah he had to tell me that he met Matthew Knowles and that he had met Beyonce more than once and this that and the third and I remember thinking to myself if you had met Beyonce there's no fucking way you would be here right now I'm just (laughs) letting you know that right now there's no way like I would have finessed that somehow to be able to not be in this situation. Like, right. You're clearly, if you had met her, you're not that smart. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But like, oh my God, like he had to tell me like that. And like the sad thing was he was like, oh yeah, I've done this multiple times. And I'm like, so you struck out with every single woman that you've come here for because like wouldn't you think at this point if you've been to multiple of these events and you haven't gotten anything out of it that maybe you're not doing something right yeah you need to change your strategy I'm thinking huh what's a different way I can probably approach women maybe I came on too strong maybe to learn a little bit about them I mean, maybe people are kind of self-centered in a way. They like talking about themselves. That's right. Or maybe you need to be like um, that uh, award-winning rapper once said, sit down, be humble. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, I was just so like, uh-huh. I was like, when is this going to be over? When she said, ooh, rotate, I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Get out of my face. Oh, my God. It was so, he was literally like, I was so glad he was the last person. I was like, oh, can I go now? Like, <laughs> but overall, it was a pretty good experience. 
and I actually went on a date with one of the guys that I matched with last Ooh, night, and that was nice. really fun. So yeah, but um, yeah, that's my horror story about speed dating. If anybody ever tries to tell you that they met Beyonce Knowles and yet they come to multiple events, they're fucking lying to you, ladies. Welcome back to Conversation of Millennials. My name is Nikki Alley. And hello, I'm Belle Mars. And today is Unpopular Opinions Day. Yay! Yay. So I'm not sure this will give us quote-unquote canceled. I guess my unpopular opinion that's backed in fact that cancel culture isn't real. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, because whoever, whoever was stayed canceled, whoever got canceled, either do they deserve to be uncanceled? Like, does Harvey Weinstein deserve to be uncanceled? Hell nah. no. Bill Cosby should stay goddamn canceled. Stay canceled. He should stay not working. Like, that's yes. all we have to say. And but- even like Disney and Star Wars, I wouldn't say he's a, because they're a capitalistic company. They just do what makes money. I mean, they said, oh, they fired Gina Carano because she's a conservative Trump supporter. Well, she got fired and she now she worked for the Daily Wire with Ben Shapiro. So, and if they were, they should have defended Kelly Marie Tran, uh, you know, a Vietnamese woman, a, a woman of color, and they didn't. So that proves they just only do what makes money. That's right. They do what gets Mickey Mouse giggling and gives him his money. Yeah, I mean, if it makes money to say Black Lives Matter, that's great. I mean, if they makes money for last month was Pride Month, if it makes money selling rainbows, they'll do rainbows. But to like actually do like a gay character, nah, they're not gonna go that far. No, they won't even like commit to making Loki buy Jesus Christ anyway. But that's a spoiler and another thing for another time. Um, so we're going to tell you some of our unpopular opinions today. Yay. And some of them range from silly to, again, y'all might hate us, but you, you can take it. So I guess we're going to bounce back and forth. I'm going to let Belmars go first. Well, I have a list. I mean, I don't have as much because, you know, I'm shit and I did <laughs> this last minute, but I did thought about it throughout the week. So I think the first thing that I put is that Elon Musk is overrated and shouldn't get the praise and the nerd cred. So the reason why, because one, he did not find Tesla. He was just an investor that took over, right? He didn't even design it. I mean, the only thing he probably got the patent one was the plug, Hmm. but that's not it. He did not find PayPal. He was a CEO and he got fired for sucking at his job. Um, He pointed out that infrastructure is too expensive to fix. But how much would it cost to goddamn colonize Mars? This is goddamn nothing on Mars. I mean, you have to build a power grid. You have to get like water sources. That's going to be more expensive to like colonize Mars and make it your perfect utopia than, you know, fixing the issues that we have on Earth. And he's touted as this visionary and how he could save the world or would save the world, but he doesn't do it. So it's like you, everyone wants that perfect Star Trek future of, you know, a diverse and wonderful utopia, but they won't do anything to get there. So I remember he was told to go make a, um, a tunnel through Las Vegas. And he's also like a lot of people are telling him like he could save the world, but he does all these things and he 
and it ended up it made things worse was more expensive it doesn't make anything faster so sure he looks like a smart uh visionary on the surface but he doesn't do shit to go there so it's like okay you want the smart future but what are the steps you can do and you need to put in the hard work so he just wanted to fuck off and mars that's all he wants to fucking do and in court people say oh yeah he's autistic and he's other thing thinking first of all motherfucker um a lot of those mental diseases run in my family and a lot of my friends have it and they have to cope i mean if they had the uh elon Musk money would they act like that i don't know but i'm thinking you can't just excuse his eccentricities because he has like mental disorders or mental disease i don't think it works like that fam and then like i love how y'all only play this card when it has to do with white men which are like which are like side note which are the usually like white boys are usually the ones who get diagnosed a lot quicker because for some reason y'all care more about them than the rest of us but it's just kind of like why do y'all always use this excuse when somebody starts calling out and like that's not an excuse anyway just because somebody has Asperger's or autism or ADHD or whatever they learn to go around their neuro um, divergence and they still make a lives for themselves. And it doesn't mean that they can't also be assholes. You can have ADHD and also be an asshole. I'm sorry. Like, that's not, that's not revolutionary. Like, I don't know why y'all are so afraid to say that. And because it's, it's not, it's not a crazy thing. Like, yes, like some people have personality, like disorders, like DID, which is what uh, disassociative identity disorder, or they may have, you know, d- bipolar disorder, and they may have these, like, you know, crazy mood swings or whatever. But yeah. like, those do not fall in. It's not. It's not an umbrella thing. Like autism and Aspergers and all that. They're not all the same. Like they don't all manifest the same. So like, if someone's an asshole, you can't just be like, "Well, he's autistic, so you can't say that he's an asshole." Like, no. Yes, I can, motherfucker. Like that's not. Yes, I agree. And I guess another hot take: you can be part of whatever marginalized community. Like, sure, Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, I'm thinking I don't like what she stands for. I'm not going to misgender her, but she's an ass. Yeah. Totally. And we said that before on this podcast, like we'll never misgender her, but she's a fucking asshole <laughs> like, to her own community. Um, and then side note, what I also want to say really quickly is utopias will never exist. Like just as a, as a side note, utopias will never exist. If y'all literally read any other, like ever any dystopian novel, Mm-hmm. It was because someone tried to make utopia and they literally just su- oppressed and suppressed the communities in that utopia that didn't agree and the ruling class. It's right. like the best example I can think of it is in, um, God, fuck. What is that book? The Giver? With Katniss. oh uh the hunger games yeah in the hunger games to pan am which is the capital city they live in a utopia they have every resource they can possibly want they have all the entertainment they can possibly need that's what utopia looks like but that's for the few everyone else lives in a dystopia because you've given all the resources to one class of people that you've deemed better than everybody else right 
like that and you're never going to get everybody to agree on something to be able to make a utopia that literally doesn't happen you would have to have everybody to agree on every single major issue and that's not going that's not going to be that's not it i just yeah this doesn't happen it's going to be an underclass and we're not really like that perfect star trek world we need to probably put it in the hard work to probably fix it i'm thinking our infrastructure sucks ass buildings and bridges are falling apart Mm -hmm. and of course we can't even agree to like climate changes so with elon musk and it's so frustrating that he kind of gets like these nerve rubs from like big bang theory and iron man and brick and morty so thinking oh he's a rich visionary he's gonna save the world i'm thinking he's not i mean he's just probably a rich boy this exploiting his neurodivergencies for i guess nerd cred and so he's so smart but yet he's never put in the hard work to fix the infrastructure and everything we have now he has the money to fucking do it exactly which i'm gonna like segue because this is a good point i'm gonna segue to one of my points and i'm going my unpopular opinion is that billionaires shouldn't exist (laughs) they just shouldn't exist like once you i feel like once you hit a cap as far as like the amount of money you make like i don't know what that that cap is but like if you be if you make it millions and millions of dollars you're fine you can't possibly spin billions of dollars in your lifetime and i don't want to hear this bullshit about generational wealth you can make generational wealth off of millions of dollars right. like you don't need if you're um Jeff Bezos rich, like you could theoretically end world hunger. You don't need to be making that much money. That doesn't need to be going in your bank. That A, should be going to all your workers who are not making minimum wage. Let's talk about that for five seconds. But B, it should go to... It should go to taxes, to specific things, to, again, work on that infrastructure that we fucking, that fucking sucks in our nation. And to people that, so we can give them homes, to people so we can give them food, to people so, like, you don't need to make, what are you going to do with all that? You can't spend it. Your children's 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 children can't spend that much money. Like, you don't right. need all that. You don't need yes, it. it can go for people over profits. I'm thinking, okay, give them homes because you know mm-hmm. some people in bad communities get better, like internet service. Because I really hate going to like you know visit my family in like East Texas, Western Louisiana, and there's no fucking internet. I'm thinking you could probably like modernize them, give them internet without taking everything out. So you can probably give all these infrastructure and help people. I mean, you're not going to use that money. What, what are you going to do? Buy another fire jet? I mean, shouldn't don't just go put all your money fucking towards Mars. Looking at you, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, handing their ass right now. <laughs> Fix the problems on Earth before we start colonizing Mars. That's all I'm saying. You, the only reason that they're looking so hard to colonize another planet is because you it's it's what i was saying before you want a utopia for you you don't care about the rest of us you're like i'll throw my money into like attempting to go live on another planet if that means the rest of y'all don't have to come with me right i mean it's easier of course I'm pretty sure I have another unpopular opinion that I think maybe once you reach that billionaire status, the power corrupts you. I mean, was Bill Gates always this evil, misogynistic nerd thinking, you want to clap some cheeks? 
<laughs> I hate you. But yeah, I mean, it's a point like that. And it's like, what do they say? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like, it's yeah. just like, and money is power. And so I'm just saying like, and they, people like to say all the time that like, people are trying to have tried to prove that money does buy happiness in some ways it does, but it's like, it's a threshold. Like once you hit, like for me, if I can get somewhere around six figures, I'll be fine. Like I can live right. comfortably for the rest of my life. Cool. If I get a little more than that, I'm not going to let myself have it. Like I'm going to be all like, who else can use this? Because what I'm not about to become is the asshole that's going to be talked about all over the world. Like, oh my God, especially if I have that kind of money. No, and never. Because it's not even just public image. It's just that I can't pass by and forget like my whole entire past of just passing by people on the streets begging for money trying to get a burger at burger king or like mcdonald's right. for a dollar like how am i just supposed to forget like and that's here and everybody knows we live in houston that's in houston it's one of the most like job rich like like cities in the world there are still people on the fucking streets it just right. it don't make any sense yes know. i guess i go to my other point i mean this none of my list is in any particular order i'm thinking so this is another hot take and i know as someone who loves barack obama i mean barack obama being the best president of our lifetime is not a compliment on him but it's an insult to where the u.s presidency is yep so, for example, well, for a lot of the, for one thing, people didn't really realize is that like he started separating some families at the border, but family separation started under him. So, of course, a lot of people had to pull out the what about is like, oh, what about Trump? What about Obama? Thinking, yes, Barack Obama shouldn't be doing that shit either. Neither should Trump. I mean, Trump just decided to take whatever Obama's doing, just like re re remixing it and making yeah. it worse. Yeah. And another point I want to point out that he did do a lot of drone strikes of any president and he won a Nobel Peace Prize from it because here he is bombing some terrorists because he said, you know, we have to torture some people. I mean, he was on record saying, look, we have to torture some people. and We killed some terrorists. I'm thinking, who were the terrorists? I'm thinking, what about the people that weren't terrorists? Because I'm thinking that also radicalized people. And this is also more about America that we need to be honest on what how we treat other countries and how like when we come into other countries fuck over their infrastructure fuck over their democracy don't stay and pay and then we just kind of radicalize and just get shocked when a lot of people hate americans i mean people hate americans for a reason for a I good mean, reason we fucking suck <laughs> yeah so and i guess one thing i remember seeing on black twitter that said like no matter how bad is your country is you can find that somehow the u.s and the uk are involved in even the past or the present for example, like the SARS program in Nigeria, the UK had something to do with that. So practically most of the world problems were caused by America. They were caused by America or America's dad. Yeah. <laughs> so the US and the UK passed our present. I mean, so far we're okay with India, but that's because the UK fucked them up. And also like he did legalize gay marriage, but more credit should be placed on the activists who forced his hand. Before that, he was very much anti-gay marriage. I mean, the more you know, right? I yeah. Think, like what people have to remember is that while yes, presidents are still just people. Right. They're supposed to be a people that represent the rest of us. 
right as a people like that's why you're there that's why we fucking voted for you so and just like anybody else you care about in your life who has power over you you should point out their flaws right like if nobody ever checked me I have no idea the kind of person I would be like, bro, I'd be a bitch. But like, <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, it's important to have those kinds of people in your life who will check you. Like, and that was a lot of the problem with Trump. Nobody checked that man. Like, these right. just surrounded by a bunch of yes men who were like, oh my God, yes. And will lick the bottom of his foot, which is nasty. Yes. Okay. And do like fucking ge- mental gymnastics that makes Simone Biles look bad to justify. I'm thinking... He says all this shit on Twitter and thinking he said, what's the woody stars, the shooting stars, thinking, how would you defend that? And it's just amazing. Gold medals all around. What's the dumb thing? Like, shit, maybe y'all should go in Shakari Richardson's place and like fucking run the gambit of all the fucking excuses that you give for this man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I guess to talk shit about the presence that's been around in my lifetime. So Bill Clinton, uh, he was a rapist. And on top of that, he did uh, his, the crime bill that he did pass, put like more black men in jail than any other president yep. previously than the war on drugs. So thank you, Mr. Bill Clinton. Uh, of course, our wonderful George W. Bush, he was a war criminal. He fucked over Louisiana during FEMA. So, but, and we and I guess Cod goes to my one of my other points of where we humanize it. But you know, he gave Michelle Obama a cough drop and he paints people. He's all good, of uh, course. And then Obama, you know, a lot of people have to force his hand, but I guess it's great that he listens to people. But he did like tell people uh the NBA to say, can we just continue playing basketball and not protest because you know of you know police brutality? So he did talk like the NBA just continue playing basketball versus them just sitting down in the protest. I'm thinking, shame on you, Barack Obama. I love yeah. basketball, but I'm thinking it's probably great that people are using their platform. Right. And then, you know, then fucking Trump, which is making them look worse. So it's just like every president after just make the previous president look better in comparison. I mean, yeah, like, and but, and y'all really did Obama dirty. Like, I'm just saying, like, Again, that man is a human. I'm not saying like all his decisions were great. You will never hear me say any president was the best president ever. Um, if we're going to be, and I hate comparing people. I'm trying to look right. at you as an individual and as a person, as the decisions you made. Um, so yeah, did Obama make a lot of great decisions? Yes, like because yeah. he was surrounded by people who I would assume checked him. But like, Again, like Belmar just said, he also made a lot of shitty, like he didn't have a lot of great morals. And I think like your sister, Stewie, like makes a good point uh, just to bring that back up is that that he's not a black American. He he came here from like he, you know, his roots are not from here. And so, of course, for him, it's not essential for him to look at you know, police brutality and be all like, ah, yes, like for like, I stand with my black. No, like he's not, he doesn't have a stake. He doesn't have a blood stake, as she said before in that movement. Why would he? He's not from like, so it's just, it's kind of like, I I need y'all to stop comparing people 
Like, just look at Trump as a whole person and say, ooh, ew, it's a tub of lard. And, like, move on, like, just in, in his shitty decisions yeah. and then move on from there. Don't be all like, but Obama did this. Nobody cares. Like, yes, Obama yes, did it. Yes, it is wrong when he did it as well. Like, it's yes, wrong. I respect Barack Obama, especially being, like, a Black man. And he understands how people see him because you can't get too angry. Same mm-hmm. thing with Michelle Obama. And I know Stewie has some petty beef with her but and and yeah I can respect him like you know as a black man in America respectability politics but then at the same time he's a descendant of immigrants not a descendant of slaves Mm -hmm. so he doesn't always have a stake in it compared to like Michelle Obama so yeah so kind of him being the best president of lifetime it kind of can it speaks more about volumes of how the presidency is in the U.S. than versus how good Obama is I mean there are some good merits and I guess if whatever it is, good marriage you have, I'll give me your flowers. But still, we need to do better as a country. I know. Yeah, we can. Y'all, y'all just. And I think that's a I think I mean, we can kind of sew this in, but that's your bar is so fucking low, y'all. Like, I need y'all <laughs> to demand better of people because y'all are just like, oh, my God, he didn't kick me 20 times. I love that man. Like, no, like you just like so you it's you need you should want more that's all i'm saying like just just want more people like you right you're taking your your beatings and you're like i love this like no <laughs> weird Should shouldn't be any beatings at all exactly um i mean i guess we can kind of stitch this together um because it's a it's a kind of similar but I have on my list that a lot of communities are toxic especially on the internet bitch. because a lot of y'all will make that your whole identity and it's so weird to me like I need y'all to get balanced hobbies like and this goes for lots of communities like and and I mean there are a couple of communities where there will be bad apples who will make the whole entire who will ruin the whole entire community like its name as a whole like like the k-pop girls and like the uh um you know uh like the one direction fans or whatever uh the beyonce the bay highs i need yes because if i say something like oh whitney houston's the better singer than beyonce how dare you yeah i mean yeah and it's just like i'm trying to think of other people like not people but like other things they're like um Cause I know like with the uh, Sonic franchise, like the uh-huh. biggest haters of Sonic are Sonic fans. Yes. So that's kind of a toxic community. Like, oh, I think Sonic should go back to the classic. No, we should go back to adventures. No, we do the boost formula. So I'm thinking there's a lot more like hectic. And of course the furries and like the brony community, I guess yeah. is a good example of like, there's some guys who genuinely like bronies and like my little pony. Then there's other people who are thinking, nah, I like the bestiality aspect of it. I'm thinking it's a show for little girls, dude. Yeah. And y'all have literally just co-opted this thing that was made for like tiny girls and you're just like it's mine now and it's like uh okay or like you know like the marvel community versus the dc community y'all were literally like so they're literally they copy off of each other all the fucking time you're exactly if you're over here like marvel is better than dc no dc is better than marvel bitch they have literally the same roster of people just with different faces (laughs) <laughs> and different personality traits like why are you sitting up here like trying to argue the merits of which one is better? they're both comic book companies 
It's right. okay to like both. Like I have rarely, I will say this about the guy that I had like dinner with last night. He actually likes both and he stands in it. And I was like, oh my God, finally, <laughs> someone who's not a DC bro or a Marvel bro. They just like both. God, fucking damn it. But it's just like, y'all were literally sit up here I don't know how y'all have the time. Like, it's weird to me. And argue on the internet. I don't argue with people on the internet. I just yell at y'all through this microphone and then go about my day. <laughs> like, afterwards, I don't care enough about strangers on the internet and what y'all think to literally sit up here and attack people who have a difference of opinion with me or argue with them. Like, and or yeah. with each other. The shit is weird. Like... <laughs> I mean, you could have read a book. You could have like learned how to cook a recipe in that time. Because especially when you're armed with people and depends how deep it is in their personality, they may not be willing to change. Like if you're like a newbie and I convince you Marvel's better than DC, that's fine. But if I try to convince someone who's a hardcore DC fan of Marvel's better than DC, it's going to be hard. So I'm just thinking, you know, it, it's it, it's not worth it. Because I remember where I used to like, write 20 pages of like everything about ranting about something and then of course they just ignore my comment thinking damn I just wasted a good 20 minutes of my goddamn day I'm someone who wouldn't give a fuck exactly like what is the point like that's all that's all I'm saying like do it for your own health don't argue with these girls on the internet especially in your own community about the fact that you think Jimin is a better like singer than Jungkook or something like nobody gives a fuck like <laughs> like who you like <laughs> I'm choking over your damn it fuck <laughs> y'all are weird y'all are goofy ass bitches <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I guess probably I can probably segue into like tox communities and that like internalized racism homophobia misogyny coming from like people who are of that community versus people outside the community is more hurtful for example kind of like facing like racism from like black people from other black people's more to me hurts more than like coming from white people and like misogyny coming from like other women hurts me more than like coming from men so and I guess it kind of goes in the terms of like respectability politics like if women corrects me like oh you should cover yourself you'd be ashamed showing so much of your body it's like thinking it's like okay you're correcting me and I'm kind of like sometimes it doesn't even matter what I'm wearing people would just sexualize me right. so and I also think about uh kind of like blackness in the black community because I remember going to an HBCU and I was got like a lot of shit for like being agnostic versus being a Christian versus when I went to a predominantly white Catholic school so, and this kind of reminds me, I was talking with my sister Stewie the other day, yesterday, and just telling me about Munchie, who's going to be going to a predominantly white Catholic school. And she said, oh, you shouldn't do that to her because she should stay at her predominantly black school because she needs examples like black excellence. But many times, like at predominantly black schools, uh, they may have like a narrow view of what blackness is. And I think that's kind of more harmful because I can think speaking from experience where people say, oh, you sound white. If a white person sounds like this, mostly just out of ignorance, I just need to educate them. Like, no, there's different types of flavors of black people. But when a black person tells me, oh, you sound white, this kind of hurts me I'm thinking, am I less black because I talk like this? Because growing up, I have like good examples of like blackness from all sorts of people because my 
father being from the Caribbean, he talks a certain way. A lot of people assume that he's like white or British on the phone. And then of course my mother being from America, from like, she was from Oklahoma, family in Texas. They definitely have a Southern slang country bunk and talk. Mm-hmm. Like, come on here, babe, might give you a kiss. Mm-hmm. So, and me, especially in my own family, how we like grew up in different areas. I mean, I think I got mine from like Ohio because we grew up in Ohio, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So, and it just kind of hurts me more when black people say that. So I'm not sure because with black people, they're not as well traveled. So you don't see like black men around mm-hmm. or uh, so like, for example, black people in skiing, I'm just ranting at this point, <laughs> like you don't see black people ski a lot. So it's like, don't do that shit. Or it's just because, you know, historically speaking, Black people was barred from that, so you don't get much representation. So therefore, you kind of like enforce this narrow view of Blackness. Same thing like what womanhood is. Like, oh, you're oh, you're so manly to do this. And thinking, no, you can do both. Like, I can like wearing makeup and still do like man- traditionally masculine roles. Like, I'm in a STEM field where it's predominantly male. I mean, I can still have my femininity and still do this thing. And I can do things outside of my husband. So kind of like having that coming from people in my own community or my kinfolk kind of really hurts. Yeah, like I I have to agree. Um, You know, like, I mean, if you've ever seen Belmars and I on like camera or whatever, you know that we're two totally different flavors of black on the outside. (laughs) Yep. So like, I mean, and it's like, like my dad to this day will still make this joke like to be like oh like to my mom and I that we're not oh y'all y'all like to say that y'all aren't black and I'm like don't say that shit that's not funny like <laughs> I know I'm black damn it like now if you bumped your head this morning when you got out of bed and suddenly you don't know how to discern that I know what I am then that's your problem like exactly <laughs> if you don't know what black is this morning like that's your problem I don't know what you're gonna do but you don't need to go fix it but I'm just saying like you grow up with like I grew up with that a lot you know like people constantly like questioning my own ethnicity right and it's just kind of like when you grow up like that it's so and it's it's usually I mean I get it from everybody but it's a lot of the times black people will insist that you are not all the way black even knowing that light-skinned people exist I'm just and it's so confusing to me it's like nah one of your parents is definitely white and I'm like yeah my sister Stewie gets it all the time because you know she has like green eyes Mm -hmm. and she has light skin and her last name's Stewart so they're thinking oh yeah one of your parents is white which one is it It isn't and she said that she also likes like certain types of rock music like "Mm, pumpkin spice like only white people like that she hears she is like enjoying fucking pumpkin spice like yeah you sure you're not black and they even question my niece's munchies who has a very firm grip on blackness i'm impressed especially at her young age she has a better grip on on blackness i think than we did it (laughs) yeah she even educates me on things and she has talked about black lives matter she said yeah a lot of people assume that i was mixed but i'm not mixed that's what i'm saying yeah so it's just kind of like i mean and it it does like with white people you expect that shit because what do they know nothing and like yeah. other races, they don't know any, they don't know any better. But when it's black people, it's like, but you know, 
you know, the history behind why I look like this, like why I could right. possibly look like this, you know, you know that not all black people talk the same. So why are you questioning um, like my like education and like where I grew up and like what, like, it's just kind of like, why are you asking me if I'm an Oreo? Like, or something, it's, it's weird. Like y'all, so it's like, and I think that's a good segue into like, the gatekeeping of blackness like i have that on my list isn't a popular failure please stop gatekeeping blackness from other black people like why am i at the like as a metaphor why am i at the front of the building and you're like so i need you to take all these tests to determine if you get inside the building and it's like what are these questions like what do you mean have i ever eaten chitlins before why are you asking me that like it's just like y'all is like y'all know that we come in a whole bunch of different walks of life why are y'all literally trying to argue with me especially on the internet will y'all just stop being weird on the internet why are y'all trying to argue with me about my parentage on the internet you don't need <laughs> yes and they need to talk about like social class as well because you know not every black person is the same like if you're black and you were raised in a rural area you mean in a rural area let's say in like charles Louisiana versus if you were raised in like Chicago, Illinois. I mean, y'all gonna be acting differently. I mean, both of y'all are black and just that everyone's different. So I really hate that. Like, oh, you like pumpkin spice? You're not really black. Oh, you like potato, uh, pumpkin pie over sweet potato? You're not really black. Oh, you talk like that? You ain't really black. So it's like just different types of blackness. And as important, I guess as black people, we should probably travel around the world to realize blackness is not just one shade. Like if you only spend because uh, I know same thing with Munchie where they're talking when she and her uh, grandmother were arguing about probably going to white school versus black school to say you need different types of blackness because you only raised in New Orleans you only has a narrow view of blackness but you know she has like aunts uncles and friends all around the world so you know people act differently so she does have like a wider view of blackness right like blackness is not a monolith like, right you need y'all to stop treating it like it is and like People, it's really hard. Like y'all always, y'all will say, and I say these things sometimes too. Y'all will say things like, oh, we don't claim them. If they do something against the black community, but you make it really hard to like root for the black community when you do this shit to your own people. That's (laughs) not like, and like, I'll live and die for black people. I will like, because these are my people, but I'm again, the way that we talked earlier about presidencies and having people call you on your bullshit. I'm calling you on your bullshit right now. You need to stop acting like, because I don't look a certain way. I don't talk a certain way. I don't believe in a certain thing that I'm not black. Right. If I'm for you and I'm for black people and I'm for bettering black people and I tell you point blank, hey, girl, I'm black. That's how I was raised. I have two black parents, even though one is lighter skinned than the other. Then Same that's here. I am. Like or like in, in uh, Belle Mars's case, if she's all like just because I talk like this and I like anime and this, that and the fourth, it doesn't mean I'm not black. Thanks. Like, as a dark skin, because I have a dark skinned parent that's an immigrant, and then one that's light skinned that came from America, thinking, so yeah, I have a wide range of what is considered black. So it gets kind of insulting when people say, well, specifically more insulting when black people say, oh, you don't sound black. I mean, if it's like any other race, okay, you don't encounter that much black people. So 
if I'm in the mood, I could educate you on the matter, but I'm thinking with black people, it's just frustrating for me. Yeah. 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 And I guess also kind of segue into Hollywood needs to stop casting light-skinned biracial actresses for Black roles. And I guess this is more in talk with colorism, in my opinion, because I'm thinking I love Zendaya, Mm -hmm. Yara Shadiki, Amalda Steinberg, for example. There are great actresses, and I know they're also biracial, one Black parent, one white parent. But also, they always were like the go-to Black girls for certain things, like Rue was described as having dark skin the same thing as the man from his district but they chose Amalda Steinberg like she's a great actress she's gorgeous but you couldn't pass cast a dark-skinned black character I mean same thing for the Amalda Steinberg again in the hate you get because you're saying oh you're dark-skinned like your uncle as described in the book but then you cast like a light skin like she's a great actress but why do you always have to like go to for a light skin or biracial actress when casting for like black roles yeah I mean Marseille Martin exists Sky Jackson two dark-skinned young actresses that could have been cast I mean just hint hint no offense to them, but I mean, unless the role calls for it, um, probably start casting more of my dark skin sisters. Hollywood, please. Please. Issa yeah. Rae's available. Lupita Nyong'o's available. Yeah. Uh, Tika Sumter, we just talked about her as well. Like, all gorgeous, all great, all amazing actresses. Yeah, like I was talking about this with uh, Belmars earlier in, like, in the Shazam movie. Spoiler mm-hmm. for the Shazam movie, sorry. Like, there's this adorable little black girl who, um, in fact, let me, what is her name? Hold on, let me let me get the cast list up and I can tell you what her name is. Um, but there's an adorable little black girl and there's a scene where they all like are aged up. Her name is Faith Herman. So uh, there's, this, a, there's this scene where they're like all aged up to become like, you know, members of the Shazam family and for their her adult version they cast tessa thompson right which doesn't make any sense because if you look at faith herman and you look at tessa thompson (laughs) those are two very different shades of black people and while sometimes that happens when you get older it don't happen that like you don't i don't think it happens that like not every black person michael jackson they like they don't like you don't all have vitiligo like we don't all lighten that much when we get older okay like uh, like most people actually go the opposite way they'll come out the womb light and then they'll turn black like when they're older right so it's just kind of like that don't make any sense and aside from the fact that tessa thompson is already in thor ragnarok and like list of a hundred other different movies and i love yeah, tessa she's thompson. also in creed one and two Exactly. She's also the main character in Men in Black International. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a great actress. I love her, but do you always go for the light skin, the adjacent to whiteness? Exactly. Yeah, you don't. And I'm saying that, and I'm co-signing that as a light-skinned woman. Like I, you know, it's great to see people that look like me on screen, but I'm actually tired of it now. Like I'm like, can <laughs> I please get some different flavors? Like. <laughs> Oh, I get it. Like I can be represented on screen. Now, please represent my other black skin sisters, dark skin sisters, please. It's y'all need to do better. Um, what else? I don't have, I don't have, well, I mean, we're talking about movies, so I'll like use this as a segue. Um, but chosen one plots are boring and I'm tired of them. Which plots? I'm sorry. Chosen one plots. 
yeah season one tropes and plots i'm tired of them i really wish i would stop making movies <laughs> about chosen one plots like i get it like they make you a lot of money harry potter like most of your superhero movies like just i i understand but also like i'm tired of a prophecy i'm tired of this person like just like randomly like getting help from like sources where it doesn't make any fucking sense like back to the hunger games like katniss everdeen should not have gotten help from Amalda Steinberg's character, Rue, like for no fucking reason. She just had met her. Why would I help this random girl out? For what reason? For what, what's the reason? There's no good reason. So like, I'm just saying, like, I'm tired of these like, oh, you're so charismatic. And I don't know why, but I feel as though I have to help you for no reason that's explicable to me. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm tired of it. Y'all can write better things. And maybe that's the collectivist in me, but I'm like, why don't you write stories where a team of people are really great and they're like, I don't know, the uh, like a great group of people and they make- Yeah, it's like a group of people. I mean, yeah, sure. One could be like the figurehead that's kind of like the leader of the movement, but not like the chosen one with godlike powers. I'm thinking everyone plays a part. I'm thinking- okay. Uh, with any movement or any powerful thing everyone plays a part is not just like one person that's like all powerful exactly like and I mean I feel like it would reflect more of real life if you had that happen anyway because no one person can make all that shit happen like that's not even if they're like the face of the company like an Elon Musk or a fucking uh uh god what's the asshole's name i just forgot to say but you know what i'm saying like who are getting like the millions and millions and trillions of dollars like that wasn't all them there were other fucking people there that made that shit happen they just happened to maybe have the idea or they happened to be able to fund it or some shit like you're boring me that's all i'm saying no more chores than one plot i'm bored and tired um yeah well, I actually want to add in the trope of like, I'm tired of the trope, like the female cast member who's super strong, super amazing. And she shows the weaker male protagonist what to do, but then somehow the male protagonist overpowers the female later in that story. I also hate that fucking trope. Yeah, like why, why the fuck? I taught you everything you need to know. Damn it. I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hate that too. I get like, why can't she just be the same or get better? Like, and it also feels like you're perpetuating the idea that women are just tools for men to be better. Like right. we're there to improve men. Like that's the only thing we're good for. Like to be a love interest or to improve men. Why? Right. Why? I'm an awesome martial artist i'll teach you how to use the skill and then near the end of the story i've somehow overpowered you even better than you even though i've been doing for like three days and exactly you've been your whole life how does that make sense sway shit is weird also going off of um like women just being used for like plot devices and or love interests i'm tired of fucking love triangles stop writing them you don't know how to do it you don't know how to do it i'm tired of them like y'all literally because this usually happens with the women like the the heroine or like the female character you'll have her uh, we'll just take the most like common love triangle that everybody fucking knows even though you never read this book from twilight you'll have a bella swan 
Which for some reason, why do y'all also keep writing female characters that are boring as fuck? Anyway, yeah. that's for another rant for another day when I do whole tropes, like, or whatever. But you'll have a Bella Swan and then you'll have two, like, luscious looking men, like a, like a, even though Edward Cullen is not cute. You'll have an <laughs> Edward Cullen and you'll have a Jacob and they'll be fighting over her, right? And y'all will do this thing where she will clearly want one person because as we all know, she chose Edward over and over and over again <laughs> like <laughs> there was never a chance for jacob and you'll see say that's a love triangle no bitch it's not a love triangle is when you have the center of the triangle like the the point the top point of the triangle who's being fought over is conflicted between the other two bottom points of the triangle you're like oh my god a real love triangle in twilight would have been she was struggling the entire time with who to pick like and you also have to have two equally good characters for that to work or a reason for why she would pick the the shitty character if that was the case like they remind them of their dad and like they can't help but like them even though character b is clearly a much better option but like they're like do i go with what's better for me or what i know you know what i'm saying so like that's that's how you write a love triangle in which both characters or have compelling like actions and their balance. And like, it is, you don't know. And the character doesn't know who the fuck they're gonna pick the entire time until they pick them. And you're like, oh, that's a love triangle, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Do it right. Like, stop, I hate these. Like y'all will just be all like, it's a love triangle. And they'll give me Peter Katniss and Gail. And the whole entire time she'll keep picking Peter and you'll, and you want me to believe that she's ever going to pick Gail. And it's like, why the fuck would she do that? <laughs> yeah. I think the only thing with Peter is like trauma bonded. I think we both went to this hard thing. Only you understand what's going on. Exactly. I also hate that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's for another day, but I'm saying, please stop writing love triangles. Y'all don't know how to do them. And you're irritating me. <laughs> Mm. yes and i guess in terms of dating uh i saw this on tiktok and they were asking the question i think the bar is low for men and dating (gasps) and i of course i we could probably go back and forth with stories because i'm thinking i remember what attracted me to my partner verisium rip uh because that he paid for the first date i never had a guy up to that point because uh paid for me in the first date and also was attracted to me was that he was communicating to me like hey let's talk or he's more than excited to get to know me i was more excited to get to know him and we had a good balance and i'm thinking that's a pretty damn low bar (laughs) for men and i was also heard a story on tiktok about this girl who said that this guy they were at a club she was with her friends and this guy went up to her and asked like hey you're really beautiful i was wondering we could probably kiss and make out she said you know i i'm actually with my friends i'm having fun but i'm not just like okay thank you have a good day and she's like you know at that point she gave so attractive attractive that she actually wanted to go over there and give him a kiss because he respected her boundaries i'm thinking god damn it's just like that it's in hell like that's all i'm saying the bar is in hell like i yesterday i had a really good date with this guy and one of the things that is just like he paid which was also like a thing i don't think like 
I can say that I've never had an issue where uh, like a guy have been like, oh, you need to pay for it. No, that's never happened to me. But like, yeah, like I'll tell people stories about how like, oh, yeah, I'm not talking to this guy anymore. Like I just wasn't into him. And like they'll see our text conversations and they'll be like, also, this is also an unpopular opinion. Just as a side note, stop trying to convince me to get with men that I'm not interested in. Just because right. they meet your very low standards. Okay. Like they meet the, the society's low ass standards for men. Like I remember this guy in college was interested in me and he put a phone, his, I had like a, a whiteboard outside of our dorm. I don't know why we did that. Dudes just drew dicks on it all the time, but I digress. <laughs> he put his number um, on the whiteboard for our, uh, our dorm room. And it was for me. And so I like, you know, I started texting. I was like, okay, I'll give him a chance. Um, and we were going back and forth and I just wasn't like, I wasn't feeling it. Like, you know, I wasn't really like all that into him, but the, everybody else in my dorm was like, oh my God, but he's so nice. He's clearly into you. Like you should just give him a chance. And it's just kind of like, okay, but I already have. And like, I know that I'm not attracted to him. And I, I've always been the person that's very upfront. I'm like, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want you to think I'm wasting your time. Like, and I'm not going to waste mine. So here, here's what it is. I don't mean to be like bitchy or be an asshole about it. I just, I'm not interested in you this way. I'm sorry. It was great to get to know you all the best. And most of the time guys will own with the exception of a couple have been all like, Oh, that's fine. Right. You know, it's like, thank you so much. Like da, 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 da. And people are like, Oh my God, like, why would you do that to him? See, he's so nice. It's just like, girl, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, just fitting the low standards, like, okay, be nice. There's a lot more goes into attraction. And of course, I know like old school wisdom's all like, oh, if he has a job and he doesn't hit you, he's a great catch, you should husband him up. I'm thinking, no, there's more into that. I'm thinking, that's great. That's the standard. Mm -hmm. A low ass standard. (laughs) Yeah, and I guess it also goes to another point. Well, I think it's probably... It, the ball's in your court because I might just add something else about dating. Is it a date? Um, uh, mm, let me see. Oh, wait. I have a point on here that says, unless your ex is trash, why can't your friends date him slash her? That's my unpopular <laughs> opinion. I think y'all are weird about your exes and you're very possessive and I don't get it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's a little bit weird if any of my friends will probably date people that I date and thinking, but if you have a better experience, go with them. I really don't care. I'm thinking what's done is done. Unless it's like very horrible and toxic, like, okay, if your ex was like a toxic ass, like person that like molested you, I'm thinking, yeah, I don't want any of my friends to go away to date them. I mean, I even have like some friends I don't want my friends to date. I mean, one of my friends, the one with pigeons, I think he'd stay away from, he's a fuck boy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just like, so like, I'm, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like y'all are real, like, oh, but like once he's mine, he's always mine. Like, and like women, especially for some reason, will say this with their whole chest. And like, I'm like, if I was your man at the time, I would be worried because I'd be like, why are you still... <laughs> <laughs> worried about this person that you're no longer intimate with I don't understand like and that to where you would block your friends it to me it's a question of do you like your friends 
Like, do you do you even like your friends? Like, just to be all like, oh no, you can't date this amazing person that I no longer want because I already had him. That what girl? That don't make so you're gonna block someone's potential husband because you're jealous. I mean, like, I I understand the idea that it may be a little weird because, like, as a friend, like, you'll be all like, oh, my God, they're being intimate. And I was once intimate with this person. But if you're with another person, like, then it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Like, at that point, like, you have someone. And also, like, I don't have that much space in my brain to be thinking about your relationship when I have other big girl things to do. Like, I don't... (laughs) I don't, it's just it's weird to me but uh, say lovey like you know whatever like it's your life like I don't get it but what were you gonna say about um yeah I mean it was kind of like also something else I saw on TikTok like the question there is no right way to answer the question what do you bring to the table as a woman oh yeah so because so, I the talks that Kevin seems like asking what do you bring to the table so she says her achievements like I have degrees I have my own place I have my own car have all this of course they're gonna say oh uh men don't care about that stuff that's just minimum so if you just jokingly say my body because you know I work out I eat healthy I have a great body they're gonna say oh it doesn't matter what you look like you're just all looks and no substance you're not even all that hot anyway so then when you mention your qualities like you know I'm loyal I'm funny I like to cook and clean I'll break a big mom or great I'll become a great mom a great why someday, of course, they're gonna say, oh, if you're all that stuff, you don't really have to say it. So I'm thinking, how the fuck should you answer that question? Because no matter what you say, they're just gonna write it off. It's just kind of like a term just to like neg women or just insult women. I mean, yeah, I agree. And then also, I feel like there's a problem with the question in general, because it it's phrased like, what are you gonna offer me? Right. Like, and I heard somebody say this, Listen, the TikTok generation, like Gen Z, I need y'all to stop shitting on them because they're actually not that bad. They teach me things. And I'm like, yes. Like, so like I heard this really great TikTok the other day and it was basically them talking about what is the fastest like indicator for you that a relationship isn't going to work. And this woman said that um, she said, pay attention to how someone answers the question of, what do you like about me? And if they say something that pertains to them, then that's not a good relationship. Like if they say, oh, I like that you make me a better person or I like that, you know, you always remember to remind me about my appointments or you always do this for me. It's them valuing you as to what you can give them, like how they can use you as a vehicle to like get things done essentially. Like to make their life easier rather than as a whole person who has value. So what you would want someone to say is, oh, I love how compassionate you are with children. Or I love how you, um, I love how you talk to your mom and how communicative you are with her. Or like, you know, like things like that. And I think that's really important and powerful because like you don't want to be in a relationship to where like the only reason they want you is because of what you can give them. You want them to value you as a whole person, like regardless, because those 
things and wants and needs that they want from you that you give to them could change and they will right. change like one day they could value the fact that you again remind them about or their appointments and then like what's going to happen if you suddenly don't do that anymore like you forget or y'all get busy or your lives change then all of a sudden you don't have value to them as a partner and it's like you shouldn't want someone who views relationships that way so yeah. Where the fuck were we going with that? I was talking about it and I said it and I was real adamant about it. And now I can't remember what the hell we were talking about. Yeah, it was the question. There's no right way to answer oh, yeah. the question. What do you bring to the table? Yeah, like, so, I mean, that's the, that's the key to it, right? Like, I don't think anybody should be asking me that. Like, what do you bring to the table in a relationship? Well, like, I'm me. Like, what do you mean? Like, I feel like that's, that's the answer. It's just like, I'm me and you'll see what I bring to the table in this relationship by getting to know me. And you'll know if you want to be in a relationship with me, like, you know, right. a couple dates in, like, you'll be like, oh, like, you know, I like the, again, you'll notice that shit about me when you talk to me, like, you know, like you shouldn't have asked that upfront because again, it sounds to me like you're trying to find value in me and how I can help you rather than how I am as an individual human being. So, right. That's how I feel about it. Um, oh, side note. Um, this is an unpopular opinion of mine, but why? Does everyone think that men can't be friends with women? Oh, yes. Like, y'all will swear this up and down, and y'all will perpetuate this nonsense. Like, Steve Harvey is out here telling you that, like, there was no, like, men don't become friends with women unless they're attracted to them. And, like, to me, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. And, like, it just, why? why like why would you like just discount like a whole sex of people specifically based on their looks when they could be an amazing friend to you if you got to know them like it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense to me like why can't why can't y'all though why can't y'all yeah i'm guessing they're just like oh there's always a sexual element because you notice what happened with your male friends when you get in and out of a relationship well i have the same number of male friends and a relation than out of relation than i had before vice versa so there's not always like it could be like mutual respect mutual yeah. interest that's outside of sex so it's not just like men and women are just like a constant thing of hormones and thinking must fuck the other sex i mean there's people of the same sex there are uh gay and lesbians who have friends of the same sex and they don't always try to fuck them that's what i'm saying i'm like it doesn't make any sense to me like women don't i feel like y'all are y'all really try to push this agenda of like men and women are so different and like the only reason we are is because you perpetuate that shit we right. you could men could be friends with women without being sexually attracted to them but you've been so like conditioned to believe that you can't be friends with a woman like unless you want to get in her pants that you're like oh no i can't like i it's not true i i never it doesn't make any sense to me but you know i digress okay. about mars what about you what's your next unpopular opinion let's see uh, the U.S. has a habit of humanizing white political monsters. Yeah. So recently, the 
uh, war criminal Donald, Donald Rumsfeld died mm-hmm. on, on June 29th last month. And he was one of the architects of the reason why we're in the Iraq war. Because mm-hmm. he said before 9-11, we need to have like a c- catastrophic event so we can invade uh, Iraq, you know, get their oil fields and right. probably... I'm not saying it's a false flag operation, but he probably let it happen. Kind of like, this is kind of like our Pearl Harbor. So I'm thinking, let's let this happen. So we uh, attacked them. So they just kind of like humanized these war criminals. Like we're humanizing George Bush. Like, oh, he's a nice old man. I mean, remember how he dodged the shoe? <laughs> so <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, even though the reason why he dodged the shoe, because he, uh, the reporter who threw his fucking shoe at him because he said he doesn't really calculate the deaths of like from Iraqi people because thinking okay that's not a statistic we have so I'm thinking you know what motherfucker I'm throwing a shoe at you and that's why he just threw that shoe at him and of course the war crime how he treated New Orleans and FEMA Kanye West saying George Bush doesn't care about black people so they humanize a lot of people they even humanize Bill Clinton even though I think he was probably a convicted rapist yeah. a bunch of other things that's not a full reflection on Hillary Clinton who probably has her own issues right talking just Bill Clinton now mm-hmm. and now we might slowly start humanizing Donald Trump like ha, ha, you remember the good old guy from The Apprentice yes he's the reason that millions of people die from corona yeah so like y'all need to really stop humanizing these monsters and let them know I mean when they're on their deathbed can we just say that people when they're dead nah this person's a fucking monster like just say something nice about him. They're like, nope, nope, he's a pedophile. Let him fucking die. But Jeffrey Epstein has family. Okay, that's great, but he's still a molester. Right, like y'all will really like go blue in the face trying to like make these people seem better than they are. And it's just like, no, I will never like let you people forget. Like that's the thing with Rush Limbaugh. Like the man died of cancer. Say something nice. I'm thinking he didn't say anything nice when one of like gay actors were dying of AIDS. In fact, he made fun of them. He also right. called uh I believe a law student a slut, which you say we should probably make birth control free. So why should I have sympathy for this man? Exactly. Like y'all are like demanding, like y'all are demanding human, uh, y'all are demanding a human response from us in response to someone not being human. How does that make sense? Wait, I don't get it. Like, and it, the thing that kills me is like, y'all would not do the same. And like, it would be different. It's a different story if somebody made a mistake and then they took accountability and apologized for it and showed uh, improved behavior. Which is why I still don't like fucking, um, uh, what's that short ass mother for Kevin Hart. It's why I still don't like Kevin Hart's ass because he hasn't taken accountability for his actions and he hasn't shown he's changed. That man yeah. literally just complains about the fact that cancel culture exists when you're making a whole fucking movie and making money off of it. You've never been canceled, bitch. You're fine. Like, yeah, so boo fucking who you can't host. Oscars. I mean, who the fuck cares about the Oscars? But like, it's not even like somebody fired you from the Oscars. You stepped back from the Oscars because you couldn't take the heat. That was you. You didn't get canceled. You just decided not to take a job, which you can do because you make too much fucking money anyway. So you so no, I'm not going to sit up here and be all like, oh, well, give him a chance because he said no, he didn't apologize for it. That's not how you apologize. Segway. 
some of y'all don't need to be parents. And before you yeah. become parents, you need to go to therapy to work out your fucking issues. Because even though, even like, well, the most well-meaning parents will impart trauma onto children, no matter how like badly they try to be good parents. So everyone needs to go to therapy to deal with their trauma and to like know the best ways to deal with your own bullshit so you don't pass it on to your children. That's why there's a whole bunch of baby ass adults like Kevin Hart walking out around town here, not knowing how to fucking apologize and take accountability for their actions because nobody ever taught them how to do that shit. And yes, I realized that that man had a very hard childhood because he didn't have no daddy and he only had a mama, but that's not an excuse. You make millions of dollars, go to fucking therapy now. Like, so yeah. that you don't make another Kevin Hart who's going to come out here and say this bullshit about how he got canceled and won't take accountability for the fact that you wanted to beat your baby over the head with a fucking dollhouse if they turned out gay. You're an asshole. And I will never let you forget it until you actually change. Okay? Yeah. And his daughter also calling him out for infidelity. So that's also true, too. Exactly. Like you're over here acting like, oh, but I'm not the same person. Bullshit. How, <laughs> how so sway? How have you been different? Do you know how many wise people you cheated on and you expect me to believe and the, that you're a different person now because you just said so because like magic. Yeah. And I agree on the point that certain people shouldn't become parents because some people get in toxic relationships and thinking, oh, it's okay. We will just get a baby to fix our issues. No, I mean, it's kind of like a bad soil. I mean, if you're already in a toxic soil, putting a seed in the soil will destroy the plant. And therefore you're in the, this relationship and you're expecting this child to fix it. No, it gets worse. I mean, if he wasn't a good partner, why would you think he'll be a good parent? I mean, I know it could be gender neutral because I also see the point where like, I know moms that didn't want to become moms, but right. don't know any other options like abortion, birth control, stuff like that. And then here you are putting all this trauma on us. So now we have to like relearn a lot of things to realize growing up, even as an adult thinking, huh, you know, seeing my mom get drunk isn't normal. No. And kind of like having like your older sibling become your third parent isn't also normal either. So you're kind of like parentification is a form of abuse. So it's good to talk to therapy, realize, okay, my mom was a teen mom. I mean, she was a teen when she had my sister Stewie and all that generational trauma, boys will be boys, get passed down to girls, kind of like the same thing, like when you're of that community. So when my mom being misogynist supports my grandfather being misogynist, like, oh, cover your legs, you're gonna grow up to be a whore, even though it took me to like my early 20s to realize having sex and enjoying sex doesn't make me bad so it does take a while to unlock that trauma and I'm happy to say that now that my sisters have gone through therapy none of my nieces will face that same toxic trauma sex uh sexism that they had that we had growing up as misogyny growing up right and it's just it's work that you need to do like it's important because that and I'll segue this to something in a second, like something else in a second, but like that shit stays with people. Like 
it's as Belmar says, don't think that a kid is going to fix your problem. You shouldn't use anybody to fix your problems except yourself. Now you're just ruining this kid's life because you wanted to use them as a quick fix to your own issues. And you're doing to them the things that was done to you by your own parents. And so now you've got a terrible little asshole mini me that's just as much as a racist and a misogynist. And and you're looking around and you're like, how did... Yeah, or they might be worse than you. And you're looking around, you're wondering, well, how did they like, how did they turn out this way? Like, I don't get it. It's not like they had my parents for parents. No, bitch, they had you for parents and your other toxic ass partner. And now you've created a toxic ass cloud to infest your own kid. And so your kid is going to have to do the work down the line because you didn't want to do it now. So, yeah. And I do agree on that, especially with therapy when they realize, yeah, you may have loving parents and your parents probably did the best they could with what they know how, but you often recall on like, okay, what you did was kind of, was really toxic yeah, and yeah. it kind of hurt me, kind of like whoopings growing up because I know a lot of black people grow up with fucking whoopings for every little thing that they did. But I'm thinking there's probably other ways you probably could have handled that. Because I remember I was really, I was very shy. I couldn't say no. And then I got, I couldn't say no to my friend who wanted to play out. My dad just yelled at me for not saying no. So then I asked him about it later. He said, oh, because she seemed a little bit racist to me. I didn't want you hanging out with her. I'm thinking you could have told me that at eight years old. Right. Instead of realizing I feel toxic, and especially with my dad. I mean, I'm just putting all my business out there. Like he will always in middle school, always make sure I wear like bigger clothes just in case I grow into them. I didn't understand at the point why, because in sixth grade, I had like short cornrow hair because I always like relaxed it and it didn't grow past my chin. And then I had a mustache. So a lot of people keep asking me, are you a boy or a girl? Because, you know, whatever curves I had in sixth grade wasn't there, but it's just because, you know, he probably wanted me to dress modestly. And I guess he doesn't want my curves to be showing, but like whatever curves I got 13, 14 years old, I was also cat called at 15. So that was a experience yeah so, yeah I'm just thinking this better way you probably go about it but I guess I can respect the way that yes you did the best you could what you knew how at that time right. but also what you did was kind of damaging I mean I know you probably tried to protect me but probably that's not the best way to go out it about it right no it's not and like there's like so many stories we could go into like you know what I'm saying because like I Belmars is a butt I have boobs. So like <laughs> I got my boobs and I was like 11 or 12. And so like that was like a constant endurance thing. But you know like it it was dealt like we had different experiences and it's like there were ways in which like my mom was a little damaging to me about, you know, my body as well. And it's just kind of like I know that like you were trying to do the best that you can like you said, but there's a easier way than making me feel ashamed about who I am or beating right. me or whatever like you can just talk to your kids I need y'all to understand that like children are just like tiny adults with too many emotions that they don't know how to like like deal with yeah. and that kind of brings me to my next thing of like that teachers should be the top earners in society but I also, with a caveat of they need to learn a more diversified, like, curriculum than, hey, I can get a, like, I can get, like, a certificate type thing, 
especially in America, you can literally take like a program that's less than a year, get a certificate and become a teacher. Right. That's not acceptable. Your coach should not also be a math teacher. That don't <laughs> make no fucking sense. Like that's I schools. That's what I'm saying. Like I loved, like my math teacher, great, was also the football coach. But like, it just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, and I feel like the way, because they, they have impact on children. Like teachers are the only other adults that children spend copious amounts of time with. And that can, that shapes a kid's like future. Like that shapes right. their, per, like, and they remember that shit. There's a whole TikTok thread of like kids remembering shit from like even way back to like kindergarten of like right. what a teacher said to them and that they still are mad about. Like, so you need to be filling schools with teachers who actually want to teach, who will actually do the work to become a good teacher and teach the right things. And who like, just like who are good people like just, right. like it's it's not and uh, the american education system is bullshit it needs to be redone but after that y'all need to like y'all need to let them learn about diversified things like somebody asked me so i graduated in creative writing right people ask me constantly afterwards are you going to become an english teacher and i was like fuck no <laughs> for several reasons one the American education system is stupid and all they teach are dead white men. Like, like second of all, they only teach for standardized testing and I don't wanna just teach kids for standardized testing. I wanna teach right. you for comprehension. So you're not going out into the, re like, into the, the workforce and you're like, I'm sorry that I lost you $2 billion because I didn't know how to like read a comma in the like, correct place. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's right. what I wanna teach you for. And three, I just want to have the patience for kids, but that don't like for like a whole bunch of kids for eight hours, but that's just me. But like, like you, there, there needs to just be like, there just needs to be better teachers and you need to give them the incentive to be better and pay them what they earn. I don't care. You cannot out argue me about, you can't like list a profession where I'd be like, oh yeah, they should earn more. No, doctors, no, lawyers, no. I don't care about any of them. Teachers, bitches, they deal with way too much and get paid way too little. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, the only thing I'll probably argue with like residents, cause you know, with medical school, uh, before you become like a full fledged doctor, you go through residency and they get paid lower. But I mean, that's because I know a lot about medical school and how much debt they carry. Cause yeah. I was considered like going to medical school. Then I realized, do I really want to go into six fucking figures of debt? And then also the issue with medical school and like the outcomes, like non-people, non-white men, it's just overwhelming. Like if I want to have a baby, I'm more likely to die because I can list stories that I had with doctors where I realized there was something wrong with me and they won't fucking listen to me. Like, no, you're fucking fine. I, I went to like three fucking doctors. So I realized, oh, I have flat feet. That's why I have feet problems. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I guess- the importance of learning, I mean, I think there should be a civics and history test to be a politician. Because, especially in America, because it's so frustrating to me that we have these crazy ass politicians that don't know our history or realize how government works. So, because I remember the crazy, the crazy Laura Bloberg and like Marjorie Taylor Greene, because Laura Bloberg was saying, oh, we shouldn't change the constitution. I'm thinking, bitch. 
your favorite amendment, the second amendment was a change to the constitution. What do you think amendments are? I mean, it's important to have these amendments. Women won't be able to vote. And also she said like, oh, the founding fathers didn't have, uh, were against slavery. Most of them own goddamn slaves, including Thomas Jefferson, who raped one of his slaves and freed them. I mean, he it was an open secret for Thomas Jefferson, but his grandchildren decided, oh, we don't want to make it all public. So... And it's just so frustrating. So yeah, they need to understand how civics work and how many politicians didn't realize you have to swear on a Bible. In fact, you can swear on any um, religious document that you want. You can swear on a pack of tarot cards. You can swear on a Batman comic book if you want, if you want to become a politician. I mean, I have too much skeletons in my closet. I mean, this podcast will probably be enough for me not to be a politician. I know, so. like if we ever tried to go into, they'd be like, ah, pull up the podcast. You know how many times they said America is shitty? Like, <laughs> they probably just do that stitch, of, like a video where they just stitch together all the times. So they're like, fuck America. Like, just like, it's a context in the matter that's right it's context is important um but yeah that's why like y'all need to stop teaching for tests because like marjorie taylor green's dumbass is like a, just a just the prime example of how you need to teach for comprehension instead of teaching for a test because that girl clearly doesn't remember shit from school like yeah fucking history because yeah you need to understand history especially you're going to be serving the government civics how the government fucking works so and yeah i also agree with stewie that we probably need to have like a black version or like a a rainbow coalition version of the tea party and like take things over probably get like a black life matter version of ted cruz and like a gay version (laughs) of like marco rubio that would be awesome I'm down for it. Um, This is totally off topic, but I guess I'm going to go with it. Um, Hustling and entrepreneurship and side hustling are not for fucking everyone. And I need y'all to stop pushing that narrative on people and acting like because I don't have 17 streams of income, I'm not doing life right. Okay. Like Mm. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm in marketing. And most of marketing is literally just shit being on fire metaphorically and putting out those fires so that your company doesn't look fucking crazy. Okay. And then also trying to like push the brand constantly. It's constantly trying to innovate. So like, what can we do now so that people will still think we're relevant? Like we're essentially social media influencers without a face and being like, like all of the publicity and shit that's what marketing does and so like for you to be all like oh yeah and also because they don't pay you fucking enough which is another total like it's another conversation but they're like oh instead of you know us demanding for people to get like a better wage so that if i like have a major accident i won't be broke as fuck because of my medical insurance like Instead of us doing that, you're like, oh, well, you should also have four or five other jobs so that you can have the life that you want to live or whatever. And it's like, no, like, like some people are not built to just make businesses or like work crazy hours or like the people I shouldn't have to do all that to be able to live. I should be able to work one job 
and like make a living wage. And if I want some extra pocket money, sure, I could take up like a side hustle if I choose to, but I shouldn't have to take up two, three, four, five jobs to be able to like live, live a good life. Like that doesn't make, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, not everyone wants to become a CEO like, oh yeah, I need to run my own company. You're not living unless you make your own money. I'm thinking, okay, I don't want the pressure to be the big boss. I'm thinking I'm okay to be in the clog in the machine and work for a big ass company. I'm fine with that. And also, I think it also goes to the like the minimum wage debate because thinking people will lose jobs if you raise the minimum wage. I'm thinking, thing is, people are already working like two to three jobs. So if you raise the minimum wage, people might just have that one job instead of like six part-time jobs. And therefore, they'll just have one full-time job and not like work themselves to death. I'm thinking, great. If you want to do side hustle culture, that's cool. Sure, I wouldn't mind doing like a side hustle. Like, say, I'm gonna sell out for Nike. Like, give me Nike shit. That would be nice, right? But, uh, just doing all that side hustle, like working twenty dollars, that's just exhausting. Because I'm thinking, if you're gonna sell hustle culture, maybe sell relaxation culture. Because I don't want to work myself to death. I want to make sure I'm I want to work that I'm comfortable. Like, do other things. So I don't want to just work from like. 100 hour uh 100 hour weeks just being a business because just owning your own business is exhausting because i know like one person mentioned like if you want to start a bakery like bakery sure that may be open from like eight to five but you have to get there like at 2 a.m to cook everything and then get all those other orders so yeah just the hustle culture is exhausting sounds stressful and it'll be great if people just work no more than like a job or two so therefore they don't have to kill themselves so raise the minimum wage because cost people say oh if you raise minimum wage cost of living uh, grows too cost of living is already going up i mean right. the size for an apartment the size for like goods they'll all went up and the fucking minimum, minimum wage, wage is still stagnant yeah like what should have happened is if you were going to raise the cost of living we also should have gotten paid more so that we could keep up with the cost of living but the thing is y'all do not want us to like retire at 50 like we're like you know the dream you sold us like oh yes if you work a good job uh you'll be able to retire at 50 and 60 and you won't have to work like you can enjoy the rest of those years in your life you don't want that you don't actually want that and like to the entrepreneurship question everybody can't be a fucking entrepreneur because if yeah. everybody's an entrepreneur there are no workers yes how are you supposed to get anything done if you're telling everybody to be their own boss when that doesn't work for a lot of industries like if you're going to run a bakery you need workers if you're going to run a tech like company you need coders like that doesn't that doesn't make sense yeah. like y'all y'all are weird and you need to stop that not everybody is made to be an entrepreneur i know like i would love to start a business but it would literally have to be just me like it would have to be like something that i could feasibly just do by myself and not burn myself out. And I don't know like any business model that I can do that that would work. So like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not made for it. So yeah, that I was guess another one. Yeah, I think this is a good segue to my point that we should have a conversation about things we actually want versus things that we conditioned to think. So for example, many of us are conditioned that, oh, you should grow up and be a mommy and conditioned to think that. So now, right now as an adult, because I'm thinking uh, my mom at this age probably had like two kids pregnant with number three with two more to go. I'm thinking, do I honestly want kids? Yeah. I mean, I love my nieces. They're better than me th than I was at their age, but 
I just learning more about like the side effects of pregnancy also scares me too. So I'm thinking maybe I don't have to be a mom. So I'm thinking, why do I want to be a mom? Because I'm always conditioned to think that. Mm-hmm. So I just think we probably need to have a conversation what we're conditioned to think or what we actually want. Like, do I actually want to be a billionaire or do I just actually want to be comfortable? I think it's more I want to be comfortable. I mean, I don't have to be a billionaire, Bill Gates or Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos and like have some ass on the side. Yeah. But um. <laughs> Just have, I'm comfortable enough that I get to travel, um, enjoy my friends and not like work myself to them, like stress myself out. So just really, I just want to be comfortable. Don't have to be rich, but I don't have to be poor. And I really wish we stopped that binary. Like, oh, do you want a rich husband? You want a poor husband? I'm thinking maybe I want like an average husband or maybe I don't want a husband at all. Yeah. Like that's agreed. I'm going to like weave this into like two other points. Um, I would literally rather be alone than be with an unevolved man or a woman. Um, but like, I would literally rather be alone than be with somebody who, um, is just like, they don't want to grow and they don't want to be better. Like, but like, yeah, no, like to, to that point, like, oh yeah. And then the other thing that like coincides with this is that women should like, in most cases, in most cases, never propose to men. I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> okay, so to your point, yes, we as a society are conditioned to think about, especially women, about you want to be a wife and you want to be a mom, right? Most right. women will tell you in these like like cheesy ass like bridal shows, I've been planning my wedding since I was a little girl, and this is what I want. Now, I'm going to tell you personally, I didn't do that shit. I never planned my wedding when I was a kid. The only thing, the, when I pictured my future, all I knew was that I wanted kids. That's that's what I knew. And so, like, as a as an opposite to Belmars, I always knew I wanted children. Didn't know if I wanted a husband, like, to go along with it. And now, since I'm, I'm, I'm exploring bisexuality, a wife, but like, (laughs) well, like, that's the thing, like, you know, and it's like, but, and I knew as I got, you know, as a kid, I was like, oh, I'm going to have them in my twenties in my late twenties now. And I'm like, "Mm, probably not so much because I'm like, you know, I'm just getting into my life. I'm selfish. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I want to experience more things, just me by myself before I have to deal with it. Because once I have a kid, I know me personally, all my energy, not that I'm not going to save some for me, but most of my energy is going to go into making sure that this human being that I've created, that is a perfect little angel. I love you is going to be (laughs) the best version of themselves ever. So I need to be secure totally in me and what I've been able to accomplish and what I've been able to do before I can make that future for someone else. And so, um, I say that to say that men don't have that experience. (laughs) Men do not are not conditioned by society to start dreaming of weddings when they're kids or to have kids when they're kids. The only reason they're, they're told to have kids is to continue a legacy, to continue a name. And so when I say that I don't would rather be alone to be with an unevolved man, especially, and that women should not propose to men, those are my two radical, like radical, unpopular opinions. I say that to say that men are taught in the society that like it that marriage is actually prison 
That's true. They're taught that marriage is prison. That's why there's all those stupid little shirts that have like a man with a ball and chain and the woman holding the ball and chain in a bridal dress and a groom's outfit. And that's why they always make those jokes at weddings about like, like how they're like under like this is my ball and shit like how they're like under arrest and all that shit like and i've never thought that shit was cute because i was like why this is a person that you chose like this is not the same prison and this it, it make it make sense that doesn't make sense like yeah. you you pick this person as your wife so i said that to say that women should not propose to men because most women know they want to get married they right. require it i would hope that they would say hey we're dating and I want to get married. Like, I love you and I would like to get married one day. They let that be known up front. And so if you ever have to, if as a woman in a heteronormative like situation, have to get on your knees to ask a man to marry you, he doesn't actually want to marry you. He doesn't. Right. I believe that wholeheartedly with my entire being because like he, if he wanted you and he wanted to marry you and he was serious about you, he would get on his knees and ask you to marry him. Right. I mean, I agree. I'm thinking, oh, is not reverse feminism? I mean, I mean, blah, 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 feminist talking points, blah, blah, blah. But I do agree that men want someone because, yeah, there are cases where men like drag their feet for like five, like seven years on a woman. But then after they break up with the woman, they get married to the next woman they get uh date. So, right. yeah, I mean, if men want you, they men know what they want. I'm not sure it's like timing or anything. And I guess maybe it could just be a generational thing about uh, relationships, about marriage being prisons. Because I know with my uh, partner, Reese and Rev, because he said there's a SAG case in his office where oh, it's pretty much a conservative office where a lot of people like to go to work because they get away from their families. Yeah. So thinking they just works. I'm thinking that's kind of a sad thing. I mean, you do choose your partner. Maybe you chose them for a wrong reason or maybe as in, oh, you know, we had kids, we have to do the honest thing. But I know now in this day and age, sometimes it would just be easy just to be a single parent to just go with someone that's a wrong partner and it's just worth them thinking. Some people can make it as a single parent, so. Yeah. yeah, like you have to understand that the people you have children with, like unless you got it made like that, like money-wise and like living situation-wise, you have to co-parent with that person for the rest of your life. Yeah. And not just like people will say, oh, until they're 18. No, for the rest of your life, that person is attached to you via that child. Even if you don't see them as much after they're 18, it doesn't matter because if they have a relationship with their daddy, just as an excuse, like just because this is the most common thing, their relationship with their daddy, when they get married, you're going to have to see their daddy. When like yeah. they have big moms, you're going to have to see their daddy. Yeah. That's your co-parent for life. I'm so sorry to tell you that. So I'm just saying, before you before you decide to be with somebody, understand, again, going back to that point I made before, do they value you as somebody that can give them something or do they value you as a person? Right. The end. And women, don't you ever get on your fucking knee to propose for a man. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. that's, I'm just, like, I can't, I won't do it. If I get I it, probably won't. like if I like marry a man, I'm not going to be proposing. You're going to be proposing to me because that's just how society has morphed you like to, to, to know that you can literally live and die for the rest of your life, never being married. Cause you don't care about that. But I've been like conditioned to care about it. 
So you're going to have to prove to me that you want this more than I want this. Yeah. And I guess my uh, really hot, spicy takes that people that from marginalized community, like if you're black and conservative, gay and conservative, female conservative, they're mostly in it for a grift if you're conservative, because I'm pretty sure uh, you make a lot of money. Like I'll probably, if I want to sell out my beliefs and start cooning, I'll probably be making a lot of money to say that this democratic policy is worse than slavery or abortion is bad for gay people. And so if I say bullshit like that, I'm pretty sure I'll make a lot of money because I saw Candace Owens make a lot of bank as soon as she decided she was a conservative and after realized the whole liberal thing's not working for her. So I'm just thinking if I want to make money and sell out, uh, just go conservative. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, all I'm saying, like, I, I don't, I mean, I agree. Like it just, it's too convenient to me. Like for you to, there's too many like skeletons in your closet where you were literally the exact opposite. And now all of a sudden, like, you're a traitor to your own like community that don't make sense it doesn't make sense you clearly want the money and money listen it's as um it's as that song goes is that by the ohio players where they're like money is literally the root of all evil yeah i think it's more so the love of money is the root of all evil but yes yes the love of money is true but i'm just saying like they say it in that song it's a good song look it up people for the love of money anyway <laughs> but it's just like yeah like I, I don't I don't believe y'all are actually conservatives and if you are like how do you do you just not own mirrors in your house and you don't comprehend who you are as a especially if you intersect those places like if you're a black woman or you're yeah. god forbid a black lesbian woman good god how the fuck do you like manage to like mentally gymnastics your way into believing any of that shit I don't get it but like that's you but on the subject of ladies my last thing is and I don't really want to I'm not going to go too into this but like women should be able to get their tubes tied without these bullshit like restrictions yeah yeah I agree because it's like oh what if you change your mind because if you want to get your nuts chipped I I forgot what the term for it is vasectomy Uh, yeah vasectomy (laughs) what the fuck uh you don't have like the oh maybe wait till after you have a kid or something so yeah i'm thinking if a woman wants their tubes tied for whatever reason they should probably get without the extra bullshit i mean yeah there's some doctors that will do it for you but on the most part oh wait you after you have a kid or two or whatever or just we should you let menopause do the work i mean some people just don't want kids especially not every woman has that maternal instinct yeah. And anyway, like getting your tube size doesn't they actually guarantee you don't have a kid. My aunt did that and she still had my little cousin. So yeah. I think the only like surefire way is actually to get a vasectomy. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not an unpopular opinion, but even though we do make fun of white people, men, straight people and cisgender people, we don't hate them. We, we just hate the systemic institutions in place that gives them privilege that other and marginalized communities don't have. And of course, you know, Nikki, Ali, and I both have like intersectional identities. So it's like, we don't hate white men. We just hate the systems in place that make white men's place easier and everyone else's lives harder. Like we don't hate straight people because I guess I identify as straight. Uh, We just hate that, you know, life is easier. Like if I said, oh, here's my boyfriend, things is fine. But here's my girlfriend, I get fired for being gay in Texas. I mean, I get the same support. So 
for being straight, uh, for being gay in Texas. So yeah, we just hate the really the institutions in place. Like I don't hate police officers. I just hate the systematic issues of policing that put more black men in jail, more brown men in jail for like nonviolent drug crimes than it's for white people and that some white kids get a slap on the wrist while the black men get punished and get thrown the book. I'm thinking they could commit the same crime the same crimes, a good book to read on the matters of the new Jim Crow would kind of just goes into detail. So yeah, we don't hate you white people or you. men or straight people and cisgender. We just hate the Hispanic issues that make your life easier and everyone's mm-hmm. life harder. I mean, we want to make everyone's life easier. That's right. Don't get it twisted. I hate some of y'all, but like, <laughs> I hate a, like some of a lot of people, even from a marginalized community. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, you can still be part of marginalized views and still be full of shit. That's right. You can. And I will call you out on it if I see it. Um, yeah, but the last thing that I will bring up that actually this this one's boyfriend over there uh, came up with, Verizia, <laughs> he came up with a hot, hot take that a lot of y'all will not agree with, um, mm. that police should be given the death penalty if they uh, are responsible for someone's death. Yeah, which is, it's, it's, that's a very hot, muy caliente take. I mean, yes, because I know like some states are actually like giving out the death penalty for like life imprisonment for like doctors that perform abortions. So I just think it's kind of a little bit too far. I love you, babe, but too far of a take. It's a little too far. And I guess my, yeah, I have to agree. It's a, it's a taste too far. Yeah, but go on. Yeah, I mean, my other crazy take is like legalize all drugs, but put mechanisms in place that people won't overdose on them and make sure that these dangerous drugs get out of the hands of criminals. Because many times, let's say uh, marijuana is legal in certain states, but you know, like when criminals or like uh, gangs and different like criminal syndicates get their hands on these drugs, they lace them with other poisonous drugs and other illegal substances that probably makes them more deadly. And make sure, and when we do legalize drugs, make sure people that have been charged with nonviolent drug crimes, get them out of jail and wipe their, uh, their records clean. Yeah, like they're, they're still, again, black men in jail for selling weed in states where weed is legal now and it's just all like no like let them let my and, people go like, it's like and weed doesn't hurt anyone i mean i never seen a crazy weed head crackheads yes but people who smoke weed they're hella chill as hell that's what i'm saying i'm like y'all are full of bullshit if you think that weed literally like enhances anything or you can trip like and it's really the worst for you it's not for anybody else like they'll just see something weird what's wrong with you and be like what why is that man like half naked babbling about like how dr strange is real and he's in the dimension with dormammu whatever but like (laughs) that's, that's it like just yeah, because I remember this other doctor, he said all drugs are not bad because I think he did like even uh, crack, PCP, all these drugs, but he just say if it's in like small doses and it's like controlled and most people won't get hurt. Plus on top of that, like alcohol does more to hurt people and hurt people than weed and other drugs, but that that's more socially accepted. Yeah. So of course my hot take, legalize all the drugs, uh, People who are nonviolent drug crimes, let them out of jail. 
and just organize it and regulate it so therefore it's out of the hands of criminals and people won't die from overdosing yeah agreed and on the war on drugs the drugs are winning dude that's what i'm saying like y'all literally let alcohol and cigarettes like skate by but y'all are like cracking down like cigarettes are literally and alcohol like she said but cigarettes are more harmful to people secondhand smoke and shit do you know how many like like how bad my allergies were when I was a kid. Like I had a like a, a piano teacher who would like chain smoke. Like my mom would literally have to get me to her house for practice like early so that I could get in there before the last person got out so she wouldn't have time to smoke a cigarette so I wouldn't suffer like the whole entire time. <laughs> so I'm just saying like this is it's yeah, I'm not- surprised we didn't like fuck up from like all the secondhand smoke because right. I'm not sure you guys, us millennials, when we were younger, uh, a lot of restaurants had like smoking and non-smoking sections. So mm-hmm. I'm just happy that restaurants today don't have it and my nieces don't have to suffer through that. So yeah, and my mother smoked and she passed away too, but she used to smoke like crazy, but then also ran marathons and also drink like crazy. So, and of course that's just like a walking PSA for me to not smoke cigarettes. Exactly. So yeah, stop being hypocrites, damn it. Um, (laughs) That is the message for today. And also Palestine needs more protection is my also unpopular opinion because yes Israel because every U.S. president including all of them say that Israel needs the right to protect themselves I'm thinking Palestinians also have the right to life they don't need to be bombed I'm thinking yes politically a lot of their views I don't agree with but I don't don't agree with them because you know I have different views on like gay marriage and stuff like that but I also don't believe that people should be genocided out of their homes right like just because now like i don't i don't believe people should be like killed just because they have a differing opinion than me unless that opinion means that people will die right and then we not friends but like (laughs) i don't like like just because like you again like believe that women shouldn't get abortions doesn't mean that I want you to die, girl. I just think that you should mind your own goddamn business. Like, yes. I mean, if you don't want an abortion, you don't give an abortion. I'm not going to take that option for you. I'm not going to like get you and go to abort your baby right now. No, I'm just thinking just you don't get abortions. If you don't believe in that, that's great. I mean, if I am not ready to be a parent, then you shouldn't take that option. for me. Exactly. Oh, and with that, I think we're gonna take a break (laughs) because we have been on here a very long time and we'll be back we're back we're gonna play um what uh your unpopular opinion opinions say about you personality quiz all right your first one is do you like pineapple on pizza yes that is delicious I've learned to like it because Bell Myers has introduced me to it. I actually had never had pineapple on pizza until like, what was it? I think I was with your family. Yeah. Yeah. When we went to Orlando. Yeah. I've never had it. And they all looked at me like, what? <laughs> First time. I mean, my dad doesn't like it. And my Breezium doesn't like it. I'm thinking, okay, you all are missing out. Hmm. It's okay. I'm... You know, like, I wouldn't go out of my way to order it, but, like, I eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an option. Okay. Okay. Chocolate is overrated. Vanilla supremacy. Center brownie pieces over side pieces. Ketchup is the worst condiment to ever exist. 
eggs in any form are gross milk first and cereal okay i'm gonna say i mean i fucking love chocolate but vanilla is great because you can add so much to vanilla but there's only so much you can add to chocolate hmm i would pick center brownie pieces over side pieces so but we'll go with yours first okay next apple juice or orange juice Mm. both of them are good but sometimes when i go to mcdonald's and i get apple juice and i get in a carton (laughs) it doesn't be all wait why (laughs) because i mean it's a small like baby ass carton like i'm in elementary school and then versus orange juice they have in the whole cup I love it. She said, this is some bullshit. Like, why are you giving me this baby carton? <laughs> Rachel, are you but, picking orange juice? Yeah, I go with orange juice. I actually like neither. Mm-hmm. But we'll go with yours. Um, okay. The TV show Friends is overhyped. Titanic was boring. Frozen isn't that bad. Star Trek over Star Wars. The Office, the US Office isn't funny. Or Harry Potter is not a good at all. Like it, uh, neither the books or the movies. Hmm. I'm leaning towards like Friends is overhyped. Me too. We agree on that one because I've seen a couple episodes of Friends and I was like, I don't understand why people are obsessed with the show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm just kind of like, hmm, hmm. it's okay, I guess. <laughs> so we're going to go with shit. Friends is overhyped. Okay. Okay, brands. Nike shoes aren't that great. Burger King burgers are better than McDonald's. Pepsi is underappreciated compared to Coke. Apple Music is better than Spotify. Hulu is better than Netflix. Mm, I do like Spotify. And thanks to my partner hating ads, I get premium Spotify. There you go. Um, I'm kind of leaning to Nike shoes aren't that great. Because, yeah, I mean, I like Netflix over Hulu, and I also like Coke over Pepsi. I would have to say that I'm pretty neutral on the rest of these, but like, I also think I would agree though that Nike shoes are just like, meh. like, there's nothing that makes them better than any other shoe to me. They yeah. just have great marketing, yeah, which I can appreciate, but like, still. It doesn't mean they're objectively a better brand. Um, part two, Android or Apple? I mean, I have an Android phone, so I'm a little bit biased at that. But I do admit that Apple has a better camera because uh, my partner also has a, uh, an Apple phone and the pictures on that look amazing. And I'm thinking, damn, my picture feel like ass in comparison. <laughs> you can only pick one. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh and i'm on a mac right now so <laughs> i guess i'll choose android r2 listen other unpopular opinion that i forgot to mention are like male apple users are y'all like in a cult <laughs> <laughs> because like i swear to god every single time i meet a guy and i'm talking to him i'm interested in him like and he has an apple phone he tries to convince me to go to an Apple phone, like an iPhone. And I'm like, no, why? And like, they're like, because I'm tired of seeing green bubbles. And I'm like, who the fuck cares if you see green bubbles on your screen? 
Are you okay? trying to get me to convert like, so you can go on Clubhouse? <laughs> Stewie is just like chaos personified though. So like, <laughs> I forgive her, but like, I don't know what it is. I've had too many instances of men basically being all like, you should have an iPhone because I don't want to see green text bubbles on my screen. And why would you want to like, and I'm like, are you going to pay for me to get an iPhone? Are you going to pay for an iPhone? You have iPhone money? Okay, then get out of my face. <laughs> I mean, for the better cameras, I might be willing to pay. But yeah, right now, nah. Mm-hmm. I'm good with my good old Android. It does what it does. It does what needs to be done. Which social media platform is the best? Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr, or social media is toxic? I do agree social media is toxic. I agree with that too. It really is. But yeah, I'm on all of them. I was going to say, I'm on, except TikTok and Tumblr. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, though. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. I mean, I haven't touched my Tumblr in years. Right. Like, I might get a TikTok, but I'm not sure how. Well, I'm not doing dances, so I might be part of the rhythmless nation, as Stewie puts it. I, too, (laughs) will not do dances for TikTok. Y'all will probably get the same energy I'm giving here on TikTok. Like, I'll just be all like... Let me tell you bitches how you're hypocrites today. <laughs> okay, music. Billie Eilish can't sing. Taylor Swift's music isn't good. K-pop is meh. Country music is actually good. No one gives it a chance. Or Justin Bieber, Bieber's song, Baby, is overhated. I think it's overhated. Oh, Justin Bieber's Baby's overhated. It is. I feel like because he came out especially in our generation when we were in middle school and you know middle school is just an angsty hormone driven time where like it's cool to hate shit <laughs> like yeah it's we kind of like, like in that phrase to hate on everything that's popular exactly so we were all like i fucking hate justin bieber and it's like baby 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 thong. <laughs> yeah it became the most at the time the most popular video on youtube the music video mm-hmm. until size video uh gone new styles over fun facts fun facts but i agree justin bieber's song baby is not that bad because i will never agree that k-pop is just meh okay get out of my face okay taylor swift's music is actually pretty good it's a bop um country music country music is it depends for me yeah like like i won't hate the whole genre as a as a whole but like I don't like a lot of a lot of it, uh, and I can, I would never say Billie Eilish can't sing. <laughs> mm. Which celebrity is overrated? Ariana Grande, Harry Styles, Zendaya, Nicki Minaj, Ariana. Hmm. Who is overrated? I, I mean, saying- Nicki Minaj. I think Ariana. Uh, she they get briefly. I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards Harry Styles and Ariana Grande. I'm leaning towards Harry Styles. Only yes. because I don't hate on women on this <laughs> on this thing. But yeah, I would never say any because like Nicki Minaj gets a lot of hate. Like, yeah. and y'all will not give that woman her flowers for what she's done for rap. And I'm not here for it. I'm not even a rap girl, but even I will admit that Nicki Minaj has like really made a platform for female rappers and so i will never yeah. and the rihanna fan base the rihanna's navy they're actually pretty chill i know like a lot of people like to put like beyonce and rihanna against each other I'm thinking nah rihanna fans are chill like people from the caribbean so i can't hate on rihanna 
uh harry styles i guess probably because i think he's mostly just a lot of hype because i'm thinking oh he wore a dress i mean it was an ugly ass dress yeah it wasn't cute like why are (laughs) y'all i mean i've seen cuter dresses on men it was just an ugly ass dress so i think it was just kind of like over hype over nothing so i guess yeah i like watermelon sugar but yeah yeah and not to say that he's like we don't like him as a person i just think that y'all talk about this man too much like he's okay i guess like um uh pick one random tiktokers are real influencers and deserve the money they get true love does not exist anime is a cartoon math is fun the earth is flat Mm, i'm debating between math and is fun and true love doesn't exist huh that's that's a that's a thing like that's i'm like i'm debating between even though i don't think math is fun this is actually hard for me because i don't agree with any of these (laughs) like well, no, I mean, I agree. Just kidding. I agree with TikToks being real influencers. I don't agree that true love does it. So like I, my opinions are all the opposite. I, I mean, think- I'm not sure how much money like TikTok influencers, like the top influencers get. I mean, some of them think, oh, they probably get millions and then like deals. So huh, that's a good question. I will say that I feel like TikTok influencers, the wrong TikTok influencers are getting money. Like, because usually it's the ones that steal dances from black oh, TikTokers. Cultures. Yeah, those people don't deserve all the money they get because they just steal shit from my Gen Z babies who are making these dances and are amazing. Yeah, I mean, the TikTok boycott's hilarious. I mean, they couldn't even do the dance, touch it, right? Like, cuts hands on my knees, shaking ass on my top shit. And they're just doing, yay. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I am like kind of leaning towards their real influencers. Whoever said they weren't real influencers? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I think they are because I'm thinking a lot of people, like the old gens are not used to, I guess, social media and finessing people and being child of the internet and finessing people to get money. Yeah. I mean, is it a trend that's going to stay here or not? Is it like Vine? I don't know. I think they are influencers and they could influence the population. So I think they probably do deserve the money they get. Yeah. But only the ones that make original content and aren't these. Yes. <laughs> okay. Last question. Write down your unpopular opinion. Oh, we can just pick one of the ones we just did. <laughs> Let's pick. Um, Which one should we pick? Hmm. Oh, we'll go with yours where you said, um, um uh the bar is low for men no the one where you said that darker skin uh darker hollywood needs to stop casting light skin slash biracial actresses for black roles hollywood needs to stop casting light skin slash biracial women in all black roles period next what does it say your result i'm not like other girls Disclaimer: oh. <laughs> i put girls in the heading based on the meme this quiz is for all genders you really want to stand out from the crowd being unique isn't a bad thing but this is how is this how you really feel or is this what you want to feel because everyone else is doing the opposite wow how dare you <laughs> ouch rude wait what happens if i if we took pick all the answers i picked hold on hold on hold on we're going back we're going back. So I'm not like other girls. So if 
I mean, as long as I'm not a pick me, I'm not sure which is worse. I'm not like other girls or, <laughs> or a pick me. Right. Hold on. I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna pick mine really quickly. <laughs> no, wait, neither. Okay. Um, I still think the TV show Friends is overhyped. <laughs> um, hmm. Nike shoes isn't that great. Um, Android. Um, social media is toxic. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, hmm. I still think that's overhated. Um, I still pick Harry Styles. Uh, and this. Oh shit. Okay. And then the last one, we're gonna put. Um, we're gonna put mine where I said. Uh, um, becoming a teacher should be no, no. Uh, men and women can be friends. <laughs> men and women can be friends without men being sexually <laughs> attracted to them. Okay. Next. What does it say? What is the result? What is, oh man, I still got the same result. What the fuck? God damn. I, I think this- your swag or you're indecisive. Damn. Why, what does it take to get your swag? <laughs> this quiz. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know I would rather be a, I, I think I'd be, I'm okay with not being like other girls, even yeah. though I never would like say that out loud. I'm not like other girls. Like what? Yeah, cause I hate that trope. I hate it too so much like it's just like I'm I'm just I'm me like what the hell yeah Yeah. but I'll take it over being a pick me like I can't stand pick me (laughs) I can't stand them OMG well that's it for me uh Belmars do you have anything to wrap up the show yeah, well, I guess take care of yourselves. Um, my arm's still f- sore because yesterday we went out for a friend's birthday uh, for Candytopia and trying to f- freestyle in a marshmallow pit is impossible. <laughs> oh, funny. So enjoy my pictures that I still have up there in my story because I look absolutely cute with confetti, but I look horrible with the goddamn marshmallow i look like a piece of chocolate bar in a marshmallow pit (laughs) i'm gonna post the video that i took of her struggling in the marshmallow pit with my (laughs) like my commentary behind it y'all are gonna laugh um (laughs) yes yeah everyone take care of yourselves um please keep continue to wear your mask out in public the delta variant is still a thing um and also like stop getting close to people like in public like just because the mask things have been lifted doesn't mean i want you on top of me like can we keep that please in place for the rest of time because like i don't stop getting this close to me i don't know you i don't like you keep the social distancing energy because i like that vibe and also not getting sick with a minor cold like does that's what japan does no political things i guess another unpopular opinion that things are just too politicized in the u.s yeah but like why can't it not just be like we it doesn't have to be like divided on either side it could just be a thing that we morally agree on yeah, like, okay, I'm not wearing a mask. Oh, so you're conservative. Yeah, damn. No, maybe that person is just an asshole. Like, what is it? It doesn't have to be either or. Like, God. Such people. a liberal thing to say. I know, right? <laughs> just a dirty liberal. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, I guess we'll see y'all next week. 
I say I guess. So we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Thank you for supporting us. And uh, right, you know where to find us on my social media. I'm at Lady Blurred ninety. Well, Lady Blurred ninety four. Yeah, you're Lady Instagram. underscore Bird ninety four. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's okay she's it's been a long day i'm at nikki alley muse you can find us on instagram and you also have she also has a snapchat i have a twitter 2545 so you can find us there um but yeah stay safe bitches and uh remember to confront your issues with love and support from your friends i mean but at this moment i hate y'all bitches because apparently due to low vaccination rates i'm out of the job at the end of the month but uh (laughs) yeah it's fine we can we can hate y'all and still watch the best for you (laughs) i'm pretty (laughs) sure yeah like i can't stand y'all bitches right now but i don't mean like i want y'all to you know yeah i mean i mean may not like you guys but i don't hate y'all but so take care of each other yeah Bye, ho!